Welcome to Conversamos. My name is Francisco Escobar and I'm the host and content creator of this network, Latin Entertainment. Today, we are discussing spirituality with its diverse uses and applications, from the benefits of the individual to the collective. All here on Conversamos. Yo, is it that wrong? I'm making a song, I'm taking it back for the platform that I formed. Music's helping me transform. Before we begin our conversation, we'd like to give a business spotlight to Gorditas Way, a Puerto Rican-based company that promotes body positivity, wellness, and spirituality through masterclasses, Instagram lives, and campaigns. Check them out at Gorditas Way. That is Gorditas Way. And www.gorditasway.com. Now, with our first question to the panelists, what events have led you to on your spiritual journey? Okay, so events that led to my spirituality was a lot of heartbreak. Um, I feel like I was always like giving so much of myself to other people, men especially, um, and just kind of like pouring all of my energy into the relationships that I was a part of. And I just found myself like just completely like drained and empty and defeated. And I was like, I have nothing left to give. Like, what is, what are, what are we doing here? Like what's going on? So I started searching for like other, other things. Like I was like, there has to be like more. So in 2014 was when I learned about the chakras. That was the first time I ever heard about chakras and chakra healing and all of that. So like that kind of like opened the door for me. And then I wasn't consistent because, you know, college and I was, <laughs> my ego thought, you know, I was like on top of the world, I could do no wrong, whatever. But then um, in 2017, I also found myself again in the same like sort of like loneliness, like dreams, like I let people like take advantage of me, that, that sort of thing. And um this is when I found astrology. I feel like I kind of always had a really difficult time understanding like who I was as a person. I never felt like I fit in anywhere. I never felt like anybody understood me. Um, and so when I discovered astrology was when I was kind of like, oh, this makes so much sense. Like, no wonder I'm not like all the other Geminis that I've ever met in my life. So On a similar note, I think for me it started, I would say in the summer of 2018. So I was going through a really big shift professionally and I had just left a space that was really toxic for me and I was experiencing like all sorts of things, depression, anxiety. And it was interesting because at that point in my life on the external, so if someone were to look in and not truly know me, they would actually see like a lot of success because there was a lot of awards and I was super involved and I was planning all these conferences and all these things. And so if you saw that, and especially what I was projecting on social media at the time was very much like, the material like look I won this award or I got to go travel to this conference and I wasn't really sharing like aspects of my vulnerability or my healing and for that matter I didn't really understand what that even meant for me at the time so really what it started as is I left that environment I was like okay I think I really need to take time to figure myself out because I have all these good things or quote-unquote good things going on but at the same time I feel like crap and so what what's going on like what am I doing wrong and that's when I actually met with someone that does Akashic Records readings. And that was just so enlightening because what I learned about myself was that, you know, throughout my life, I'm going to be able to use, you know, these natural spiritual gifts that I have. And on my mom's side from El Salvador, there is a line of like spiritual healers and curanderos that have existed. And I didn't really know that because my grandma on my mom's, on my mom's side she was just like hella against all those things. She thought it was the devil's work and all this stuff. So I didn't really get to learn about it until later on. And so when I spoke to that Akashic Records person, they really informed me on like my own healing abilities and really the, the work that I get to do to be able to like not only heal myself, but heal other people or help in their healing journey. So that changed things for me because I started to actually look into things. And at first it was scary, not going to lie. It actually started off because I thought I was being haunted because I was hearing noises in my apartment that I had been living in for three years and nothing weird had ever happened. And so when I got the reading, that was the main purpose. Is I was like, I think I'm being haunted and I don't know what the heck's happening. So he's actually the one that told me, he's like, it's not that you're being haunted. Your ancestors are literally being like, we don't know what else to do for you to understand like who you are and what you're meant to do. 
Um, and so he's like, it won't stop. It's only going to get worse if you actually don't communicate with them and if you don't start to do the work. So I started to do that and that's when things started to change. And actually I started to just realize more of these gifts and I've just been diving deeper ever since. And now I'm into all sorts of things like full moon rituals, crystals, different forms of magic, got all these bracelets and things. So yeah, there's a lot going on, but it's, it's been exciting. Um, you know, both of those, um, ways resonate with me. Um, I think I, I come from, um, a very kind of, for all intents and purposes, very religious and practical kind of space. I was raised Roman Catholic. My parents were practicing Jehovah Witnesses and then went to um, uh, Asambleas and a bunch of different things in their journey. And then when they had children, they gave us what they called something to give us fear. And I, I always joke with them and say, well, what does that mean? And it's not until you become a parent that you realize, oh, consciousness you know you need to have some kind of compass some something that helps you um and then i became charismatic christian and and went that route and then at some point in my life um i realized the traumas that i had been through in my in my life um and i started really kind of unfolding if you will and it would it happened to me you know after having children after going through a, a bad um, marriage after going through life and when life kind of beats you up and um, started looking inward for something more. And, and I like that Nadia said that heartbreak tends to really kind of just crack you open. Right. And, and, and in the Asian culture, we know that they use gold in sealing cracks in a vessel and I, I can't help or, or they talk about light being able to shine through. And, and for me, it was very much like that. It was, in, the, in my greatest brokenness is when I started finding myself, when I was the most lost, rather. And the events that led me kind of to this unfolding um, have really allowed me to appreciate all the different ways of being spiritual and all the ways that people may, may identify themselves and to learn to appreciate all of the different um, things that, that, that cultures and um you know, history and practice has to offer. And, and I come from um, an indigenous background that is still, I'm still learning a lot about and my mezcla of, of um, mestiza and Mexicana and Spanish and Yaqui. And so all of these things. And, and I love that Michael talked about our ancestors because I feel like more and more, the, the more still I am, the more quiet I am, the more that I, that I hear it and I hear the calling and, a lot of times you don't really even know that it's there until you can kind of quiet yourself. So, so I would say heartbreak, um, life experiences have um, allowed me to kind of arrive in this space. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I came kind of late, but Abigail, everything that you just mentioned, I think really resonated with me because, well, I grew up in a very um, uh, Catholic family, then later moved to Christianism. Um, I'm originally from Bolivia. So, like I love that you all talked about ancestors as well because it's really deeply rooted in our indigenous backgrounds. And I mean, um, whenever I go back to Bolivia and, and I've been privileged in, in being able to travel to different countries and seeing, right, that um, a lot of like astrology also is mixed with like spirituality. And so me just being curious about the world and being curious about the things that I'm seeing, you know, I think really harnessed and fostered my spirituality in that sense of me wanting to just investigate and know like these are the things that are presented to me catholic um you know the catholic institution is one part of it but there's so much more beyond that and what else is out there and why are these things not talked about as often or you know why are these things not in um in these conversations that we have so many times with with our friends or maybe it's only with one part of our families and so for me it's just been really interesting to really get to know that uh, part of myself and every time that i'm in bolivia i just feel um really deeply connected to to myself and i think like understanding that as well like your alignment understanding um, that spirituality isn't just one practice, isn't just one thing. It's 
a plethora of things and how are you incorporating all of those things in your daily living um and so for me you know spirituality is also like the things that i put in my body you know what i mean the food that i have um the prayers that i do but there's so many ways that i honor myself and that i honor my ancestors that it doesn't just look one type of way and so i think that's also important when we when we talk about spirituality is that it can look so many different ways and some of them can be so basic that we don't even interpret them exactly as being spiritually based. But if you really analyze it, you know, you are really um, taking the time to meditate. Like for me, meditation, for instance, was something that I always thought it was just closing your eyes and just trying to find, you know, the space where you're just not having thoughts, but really like when you're just breathing and your day to day living or when you're just like dancing, you know what I mean? And you're just so in tune with what your body's doing, what you're doing you're meditating in those small ways. Um, and so I think it's also something that I'm starting to really appreciate and I'm really trying to be cognizant of how am I being spiritual in all of the ways that I can be in my daily life. Okay, so I really appreciate the way that, was it Karen, Karen, um, that she said that spirituality isn't just one thing um, because again, like I'm still relatively new to the spiritual practice, even though it's always been a part of me, but like now I'm actively, you know, or intentionally um, practicing it. So I, I love that she said it wasn't just one thing because I was like, I'm all over the place. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, I want so many things, but thank you for saying that. So um, the way that I practice spirituality, it's all over the place. <laughs> like, I love astrology, the crystals, I do tarot. Uh, I just like, like to meditate. I try to meditate at least like right before I go to bed. Um, every single day, I just do like daily affirmations, like things that I just constantly need to repeat to myself about like my self-worth because like I mentioned, like when I was in that dark space, like um, my self-worth was on the floor. So um, just kind of those type of things to like build myself up as well. And like yoga has been the best thing for me. I love doing yoga, um, moving my body, getting my body moving and just like recentering with it. I feel like yoga is where I feel the most spiritual. Um, so yeah, that's how I try to practice it every single day. So thank you. And Michael. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to echo that. I love the theme that spirituality looks different for everyone because it's, it's interesting because people ask me that all the time. It's like, what's your version of spirituality? And for me, it's just, it's also all over the place. Um, but I'll just list out a couple. So I think crystals is definitely a big part of just my healing journey. I actually have one here, my favorite amethyst here. Yeah. Um, and I do a lot of like spiritual cleansing cause I really do feel that, you know, as we're aligning with our higher purpose and coming back home to ourselves and really connecting to what our soul is calling us to do, we also absorb a lot of negative energy from other people and just environments. And so spiritual cleansing is super important to me. It's something that I think about every day. Gratitude has been huge and has been life changing for me because I've been able to really hone in even on the little things that I can be grateful for, like just breathing, for example, movement has been huge. Um, but I'm going to go back to the word alignment and, you know, specifically the, the work that I get to do with my coaching clients is on that on alignment and, the way that I view it is in a very spiritual way because it's like mentally, what are the thoughts that are like consuming our, our day to day and spiritually, like what are the things that we can be doing to again, connect back to our soul's purpose. And then physically, I think that there's so many incredible things you brought up yoga. Um, stretching has been so huge for me because when I'm stretching, I'm meditating at that same time and I get to connect to my spiritual entities and connect to my ancestors. And so it's multifaceted and kind of all over the place, but it also works for me. And I think that's the beauty of spirituality. And what I tell my clients all the time is that it's self-defined. So you really get to go ahead and decide what's right for you. And no one can tell you that that's the wrong way to go about it because that's simply what works for you. But yeah, all over the place, but it works. I, I agree with everything everyone's saying because it's, I, I love it all. I'm learning about it all. There's maybe three things that I do consistently while I am still exploring with lots of different things, but the consistency is I practice gratitude. I mean, I really try to ground myself in genuine, authentic gratitude. Um, 
and, and try to use that as a lens for a lot of things, which makes other things easier because then it becomes easier to meditate, easier to exercise, easier to eat better. So I really try to do that very consistently. Um, and then probably the other one is to be really conscious that I'm connected to everyone because then that lets me be more of service to others and, and allows me to ground myself in the why I'm doing things. And it's, it's, because I'm connected to everyone. And then the last thing that I'll share is um, my energy. And so I'm now really in the space where I understand my the power of energy. And the best way to describe that, if you're not familiar with high vibration or low vibration, is that if you ever listen to really sad music and you're in this mood, you can kind of really take it all in. Or you watch an, a commercial that's really sad and all of a sudden you're crying and you're like, what? I, don't, I didn't even expect that. Like it just something just hits you well those are that's energy i mean these are things that influence how we um you know our emotions or tools you know to tell us to gauge us where we're at and to encompass and so for me um i really try my best and high energy doesn't mean that i'm happy and loud or anything like that it just means that i try my best with through gratitude and um service and this you know space where i'm i'm at a higher vibrational frequency to be able to take it all in and to be open as opposed to, I tend to battle with depression and anxiety and, and I allow those things to kind of really fester and then that becomes low vibrational. And, and so those are the three things that kind of help guide all the other things I get to and explore and enjoy and, and be curious about. But um, that's what I, that's what how I practice. Thank you. And with our next question, um, what have you learned about yourself on this spiritual journey? And we're going to start with Karen with this. I guess one of the biggest things that I learned is how important it is to realize when you are in alignment with yourself and when you are being spiritual and when you are doing those daily practices and when you're not. Because I know for me, like my life changes drastically when I'm not doing those. You know, I think we all talked about like, what are the go-tos that we do? But when I don't do it, like, it's crazy how my mind shifts so drastically and my mindset and all of a sudden I'm starting to see things in a whole other perspective and I'm just learning to have grace with myself because I know like things happen and, and um, I think Michael mentioned that we're all consuming so many things from the world, right? Like we're so interconnected more than ever before. So even you just being on Instagram, even you just seeing on Twitter, like all these news, all these things that people are posting, like how that really you know kind of like stir something in you and i think for me what i've been really getting good at um, and practicing daily is just making sure that i prioritize my spirituality i prioritize these loving practices i prioritize loving and caring for myself because i know that when i do those things i'm able to show up for my community for my family for myself in so many you know different ways and i'm able to be more present and more available and i think that's so important is just you knowing what are the things that work for you and how to check in with yourself in a loving way and just being like hey you know how, how are you keeping up with these things and and um asking questions to myself daily um i love reflecting i love journaling i love doing these things to just keep myself accountable and i think those are some things that I've been learning through my spiritual journey is just, it's great when I'm on point and I'm doing these things and I know that these things work, but the, the hardest thing is when it's not going well. And when I'm like, you know, busy with work and busy with the world and all of these thoughts are kind of coming in and how am I still giving myself grace and how am I still holding myself accountable and how am I still, you know, checking up on myself. Um, so that's something I think that basically encompasses everything that I've been learning is just giving myself grace, being there for myself and reflecting. Um, okay. So I think, again, I'm, I'm a big astrology person. I think it like really sparked my whole like self-love journey, my spiritual journey, all of that. So I think for me, like the, what was it? The most important thing that I learned or something that I learned. So something that I learned was myself. I finally like got the roadmap, like the blueprint, like who the fuck am I? <laughs> so like, it was just kind of nice to like, see that I'm not crazy. I just have a Pisces moon. So I'm a little bit more emotional than everyone else. And that's okay. And so it kind of allowed me that opportunity and that space to like, 
be nice to myself for once, you know, like I, and stop holding myself to the expectations of what everyone else wants me to be or, and then like just stick true to like who I actually am and who I was, you know, born to be and just kind of tapping into that and, and, uh, nurturing that because I haven't been or I hadn't been, you know, so now I'm on in the beginning, the baby steps of like actually nurturing those parts of myself that I rejected for a very long time. Thank you, Michael. I just want to say I'm loving the self-love theme because that's what I was thinking of was just, that's what I've learned. I've learned to love myself because I was my worst critic and as successful as I was to the rest of the world, I just couldn't find happiness. And so, you know, I, I went on a journey to reclaim that happiness that I didn't know like what it even felt like or what it truly felt like because I thought I was happy at certain points in my life and then realized like, ah, uh, how much of that is like so attached to materialistic things or just attachment in general. And so for me, it's been really just learning how to love myself with compassion and patience because patience has been one of the biggest things for me and just learning how to slow down because I've lived a lifestyle that has just been always on, on workaholic mode, just like doing all the things. And I thought that's just what you needed to do to just, you know, tell the world, right, that you were successful, but also prove it to yourself. And then I realized like, wait, actually my purpose in life is to figure myself out. Like that's really what it is and to find love for myself and for others and to be able to vibrate, you know, in a high fashion and just be able to actually help people. And it's been that, it's been finding my life purpose, figuring out what my soul has been calling for this entire time. But I just didn't allow the space for it. And I manage anxiety and it's just something that's just, it's continuously on like a roller coaster in the sense that one day I could really be feeling absolutely amazing. And then the other day it's just like, I have a spiral of thoughts. And for me, it's been learning how to manage anxiety with compassion and patience because now I'm able to just be like, you know what, you're feeling anxious. What can we do here? Like, let's stretch. Let's do those affirmations. Let's go ahead and connect back to spirituality because Karen, you mentioned it and I resonate with it so much that when I'm not doing my spiritual practices or my morning rituals, my day is completely thrown off and it's so much easier to feed into the anxiety and those negative thoughts. Um, and the last thing I'll say is just to do the shadow work. Shadow work has been so important for me because so many people talk about spirituality and only the positive aspects. And for me, it's like, no, we got to face our shit too. And we got to ask ourselves hard, hard questions and really address what we need to heal. Because if we're only focusing on the positive, we're not actually holistically healing ourselves. So the shadow work has definitely been a bigger piece of the healing journey too. Um, I can share. I feel like I feel like Michael and I are like on the same type of time <laughs> now. I feel like every time he talks, I'm like, I understand and I completely resonate with everything you're saying because it's like it's true. Like to the outside world, everyone thought I was great. I was doing amazing. I was posting all these pictures. I was successful. I was graduating. I got all my degrees. I did all the things I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? And then it's like inside, I'm still miserable. And like my connections, like my my relationships with people are not the way that I want them to be. And like I'm still working towards that um but i feel like it definitely did start with that so i feel like i am resonating a lot with what michael was saying i feel like <laughs> synonymous <laughs> i again like a lot of this this stuff it just triggers me because i'm like yes what he said what which he said and um the, the very brief thing that i'll add about learning about myself to what michael said about shadow work is and in, in some areas we call it lone wolf work and i agree and echo that the spiritual journey is a process it's an unfolding it's a journey of self and self-love and and uh understanding what your strengths are and what you know what's your journey look like and what you work on but that important part of the self-reflective piece the lone wolf lone wolf work or the shadow work is so important and i don't think that a lot of people actually know about it because it's really hard work. It's asking yourself, like, why do I react this way in this relationship? Why did my heart break? And why did it destroy me this way? Why do I have such battles with depression? What, what's, what triggers it? Asking yourself a million questions from the very kind of mundane questions to the very huge, like the trauma that maybe you've gone through or didn't realize you went through and reflecting back at different parts of your life. And it's, it's hard work, and, and spirituality isn't often portrayed as doing the hard work before you get to the 
wonderful understanding of how alignment can happen or or the astrology piece which is exciting and you know there's a million tools but i would i would actually um, resonate best with what michael said about that kind of work it's so important Awesome. Thank you for sharing. So for now, for the next question, how has your family, friends, colleagues supported your uh, spiritual journey? Like I said before, I think part of my spirituality um, was deeply rooted in, in my ancestry, in my, in my heritage. And um, my family has been crucial in that regard, in that, you know, going to, taking trips to Bolivia, talking about these things. Um, and I think the other part is just also having folks who have been open to me being this you know very curious person because i think um when you're very curious and you want to share like for me it's like whatever i find out i want to share with folks but oftentimes if you don't have that support network that is uh, open and receptive to that and welcoming to that you can like close off and be like oh you know this isn't the the narrative that everyone is talking about am i strange am i weird like should i not share this with folks and so for me, I've been blessed. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of family who has been really opening to open to that and just like very welcoming. And, you know, we, we've gotten into crystals. We've gotten into all of these elements of spirituality together and we hold each other accountable. Um, so it's something that I think everyone needs. Everyone needs that tribe that just supports you and is there for you and is also holding you accountable and, and checking up on you. And I'm grateful that my friends um, have definitely been there for me for that and my family as well. I am struggling to find my tribe <laughs> as far as like friendships go um, when it comes to spirituality. Like I kind of feel like I love talking about this stuff. Like this is like my favorite subject to talk about, which is why I kind of like just started self-love astro. So I run an Instagram page with like self-love astrology based. Um, and so I feel like with that, then I'm able to like at least get an outlet. So I can talk about it all the time because I felt my friends getting bored with me, you know, <laughs> like they were just like, all right, okay, we don't know what you're saying, but okay. So, um, but the beautiful thing is that like my mom and I kind of started our spiritual journey together. Um, so my mom, like the minute I discovered astrology and I was like, mom, so I figured this out and I want to share with you what I learned, whatever. And she was so hyped, like so excited. She was like, wait, do mine, do mine. And then like, as soon as I did her birth chart, like she became just as obsessed as me. So it's really nice to have like that bonding opportunity with my mom. Cause it's just as new and exciting to her too right now. So, um, that's been really special and I'm really glad that I can share that with my mom. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nadia and I are like clearly on the same wavelength because I was thinking about like it, you know, this question is complex because I'll, I'll start with the family side. So my mom is super spiritual and learning from her great grandmother. And we learned about like having curanderos in El Salvador and all those things. But her mom, my grandma was completely against this stuff. So it's been like this complex journey. But me and my mom have really bonded over the spirituality. So much so that like she started making these bracelets here and like if you are familiar with the evil eye um she really pours like spirituality into all the products that she makes because that's so much a part of her and so i've integrated her into my business so outside of just the coaching that's part of it too so there's products that she gets to actually like pour her passion into and she has a disability so she can't work anymore so this is what she does for income and so it's been such a special part of the journey to like learn together but also integrate her into my actual business. And the other point that I'll just mention is just for friends, I also struggled and actually went through a lot of just abrupt like ends to friendships because people just didn't understand me anymore. And as I was going through my spiritual awakening, I could clearly see like either people weren't interested or they just didn't understand. And so for me, what I've done just like full time in my professional work, I've done a lot of like social media outreach type stuff. So I've transformed my social media to really align with the right people. And so I've been able to find really, really cool people, lots of folks that do spiritual practices that bond and wanna have these conversations. And I've actually made real friendships out of that. So I think it's been really cool to be able to transform that, but also just bond and have friends just be curious and be like, hey, I've noticed a shift in you and I'm interested and just have those conversations. But yeah, it's been really cool. What advice have you received on, spirit on spirituality and your spiritual journeys? like from other people that you've been learning? Um, I can go first because I don't really think I have an answer. So um, like I, 
I feel like I'm the first of my friends to kind of trail trailblaze through this right now. So I'm kind of just like winging it and I'm figuring it out on myself. Like nobody's, nobody's really like sat down and be like, all right, Nadia. So this is the advice I can offer you. Like, I don't have that. So I feel like anything that I've learned, I've kind of researched and kind of like pieced together and I'm like, all right, does this work for me? All right. I think so. All right, cool. I'm going to go with this because this feels good. So, um, so that's like, my advice that I give to myself, I guess, or like my, my spirit team is like nudging me in a certain way or something like, but I don't, I didn't, I've never had anybody like sit down and give me like direct, like spiritual advice, which would be nice. I would love that one day. And I think this is helping in that way. Like, I feel like this is the first time I'm getting like spiritual, like, um, perspectives and like advice and different type of things. So th I, I would say this. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's been a mixture of people and just material so i've mentioned that akashic records healer um i meet with him every couple of months just to just do some work but he's really i, I what i love about him is he's just super straight up um so when he first met with me he was just like these are your ancestors it's gonna get worse if you don't start paying attention don't start doing things and i'm like dang okay um but i needed that because i needed to really like really like shake it to understand okay this is what i need to do um, but I've met with astrologers and other forms of healers and like curanderos um, and have had readings done before. But I think the other half of my answer is myself because I've allowed myself to connect to my intuition, which to me is very much connected. And I receive spiritual downloads from my ancestors. I believe in God, the universe, but I also really believe in angelic messaging. So if you've ever seen any triple numbers, I see them all the time, every single day. Um, and I truly believe in all those synchronicities. And when I see like butterflies, like there's certain things that I'm just like, Oh, that's a sign. Um, and I also know that it's being downloaded from my spiritual entities, but I just happen to be that, that conduit for it to be able to actually understand it. But if I don't slow down, I'll just like, it'll just all pass by. So I think it's definitely a multiple people. My mom, I'll keep going back to my mom because she's taught me so much about like limpias and like different things that you can do to protect your energy and just um, candle magic and things like that. So a lot of people, but I would also just give myself credit to, to say that I've been doing the work to just also get those downloads. It's an interesting question, right? Like where do you get advice from? And if you're talking about parenting, you can go to other parents if you're talking about, and I know that technically you, if you wanted to, you can reach out to spiritual communities and, and by, there's no doubt that you would get, um, some really good support, but I think there's something unique about a personal journey and everyone's journey is so different and it unfolds so differently. And so acknowledging that allows me the space to go, okay, I don't need to be so anxious to, to grab, grab this person or seek that person. I just need it need to allow, right. To unfold. And, and that's hard for someone who's kind of type A and, and, and my, my background is actually, you know, a lot of academic, a lot of science, a lot of kind of this, this square box and becoming spiritual or arriving in this spiritual space. I've had to go outside of this box. And um, I actually passed on the previous question because I don't know that I have my spiritual tribe yet. I think I've, I find things in people that I gravitate to and I, I guess in that regard. Those are, those are spiritual kind of supports, but I don't kind of come out and go, you know, let, let me, let me feel your energy. Or I don't know. I guess it's not like a thing. Um, so I don't know how to answer that question. Well, I think that, I think that sometimes people come to us in many different ways and forms. And Michael said it perfectly. Like I have to slow down and be present enough and aware enough to allow it to, to reveal itself. Um, I'm a, a phenomenologist and in the thought of phenomenology, you have to allow for um, the phenomenon to reveal itself. You can't go like digging for it and questioning everything. And that's hard for like someone who really appreciates science and academia and all that stuff. You have to, but it's, it's so personal for everyone. And I think that sometimes the, the people that are around us are disguised as human experiences, but they're really spiritual beings there to teach you. So I think every person in your life has a purpose. Um, and I do believe in synchronicities. I don't see triple digits. I see double digits. I don't know if that's the same. <laughs> but I think the more open you are, the more you receive these gifts and knowledge and information and whatever word you want to put to. And that's the beauty about being spiritual is that 
You can use any word. It's what it means to you. And I love that it doesn't confine you into these small spaces. It, it actually expands you. Yeah, sure. Um, I did want to, I didn't get a chance to answer the last question. And I just wanted to say one thing real quick, um, which is something that I, I don't know if this was just for me or what, but like someone at some point in my life told me, um, like going with what you just said, um, Francisco, which is like that we're all interconnected and something for me about me being in sync with um, my astrology uh, signs and all of that is just like being deeply rooted in earth. And like, for me, I love like hiking. I love like just having those spaces where I can really connect with mother nature. And I know like for me, that's been so important in my journey. It's just like, like everything that we experience in these four walls, even like spiritual air, all of that is just like, connected to where we come from which is the earth i think has been something that i've been really prioritizing and some something that someone shared with me too um how does spiritual how does uh spiritually my spirituality my bag your world reality yeah yeah I think for me, like it, it completely changed the way I view the world because I think like going back to the earlier themes um, that we were talking about, our society teaches us to want to want to crave these materialistic things. It's like get, you know, get these degrees, get money, get fame, get popularity, um, seek this validation from other folks. And it's just like when you awaken and you realize that it's so much more than just that and you can have money you can have all these things you can have stocks you can have you know the greatest like gucci purse but if you don't have internal peace if you're not aligned with yourself what does that really matter um because you're not going to be happy with those things and those things are just going to be there but they won't provide any of that um I think happiness or, or peace that I think we were all seeking to find in our journeys. So for me, it's really taught me that being present, number one, like, and, and we were going back to that, um, being present and understanding that all the, all the things that we see in this world that are happening are just because people are also not aligned. You know, we were talking about all these practices that we do every, every day, um, but it's like, look at what's happening to the earth. Look at what's happening in the world, all this violence, all these disagreements. If you really loved and cared about yourself and you really loved and cared about other people, why would racism exist? Why would all of these things exist? And so I think it's just something that not everyone is awakened and, and has given me that opportunity to understand that, but also to help others try to find their journey. And I know everyone has their time and you can't force it and people are on their independent journeys, but I think the more vocal we are about sharing our journeys and sharing our experiences, the more that we're also able to inspire others. So I think like very similar to like what Karen said, um, spirituality definitely expanded my worldview because it made me understand the patterns. Like when I like study, you know, astrology and I see like what's going on, like I saw the astrology of 2020 and none of this surprised me none of it. I was like, Oh, all right, this is what they meant. Okay, cool. All right. So now what are we going to do? You know, so it just kind of like took away the like, why is this happening? I'm like, Oh, this is why it's happening. Okay, now what can I do about it? And so like, for me, that that was like a huge, like, uh, like a relief in a way that it's like, there is a reason for all of these things. And we have the power to influence it in some way. So I think like, that definitely expanded my worldview because before this I was kind of like oh shit like you know things happen and then there's nothing that I can do about it and there's nothing that it doesn't matter it's whatever like things happen but like now it's like no there's patterns that occur and like we can influence these patterns when they come about when you know Saturn is in Capricorn we should be doing certain things as opposed to when it's in, a, in Aquarius we should be focusing on other things and so like it's given me structure to my life that I so desperately like needed because oh, I'm all over the place let me tell you so like astrology has helped me like plan out like I live by the moon I do full moon rituals so like it's just kind of keeping me in check um I do new moon rituals so like I know okay this is the time for me to like now start manifesting so it's giving me order and structure and making me be like okay well the reason why this guy just made me really angry is because mercury's in retrograde we're not understanding each other so like it's fine so it's just help it's helping it's helped me give 
myself some grace when interacting with the world and give other people grace as well, realizing that like, we're not in control of this and you know, we can change how we interact. Yeah, I think uh, very similar to what was just said, but for me, it's, it's that we're all energy. And I think Abigail, you mentioned that earlier that when it really comes down to it, we're all energetic beings. We're all created from the same source. We're all celestial beings, universal beings, all, all the above. And when I was able to just pinpoint that and actually see how important that is, going back to what Karen mentioned, yeah, like if we were all able to connect to ourselves and actually be aligned, like all these issues that we were experiencing would not be happening. And I actually um, met with a friend, an astrologer, back in back earlier in the year to talk about 2020 energy. And COVID-19 and everything that's happening is no surprise like this. And I was just talking about it with someone yesterday, like we're going through a massive awakening, collective consciousness shift, like this all makes sense. And there's one side of the aisle that's like wanting to do the work so that they're also being part of the awakening. And there's the other side that refuses. And so it's going to be really interesting to just understand that. So my worldview has definitely expanded because I'm now starting to understand even the things that are being exposed and like what's going on with just like structures that we've been used to for hundreds of years, the things that are happening right now make more sense to me. Whereas before it was just like, well, there goes another shitty thing that happened in the news. It's like, it's like, okay, I also, I understand that, but also there's, there's something bigger at play. And also that it's not just our world that exists to like, that's what has expanded for me too, is just understanding that there is, so much beyond our world there's a whole universe out there there's life out there um and that that's what allows me to really understand and connect to all my spiritual entities because they go beyond the material world um and that's what also just like as a as an academic myself has also just helped me to understand that because the blend between spirituality and just academics has been something that i've definitely tried to figure out and still am um, so that's been definitely just helpful because it's, it's allowed me to just be like, you know what, you also don't need to understand everything right now. And eventually it'll make sense, but in its divine time and it doesn't have to be right now. So yeah, definitely a lot of expansion. I think Michael and I are going to have to link up and see what we can co-author. <laughs> there's just so much potential there. I, I think of... I, there's just so much potential there. I mean, at, at navigating from those spaces and grounding, you know, research and prep and, you know, just, there's just so much as I get excited that you said that, um, you know, this question is probably the heaviest question you've asked because of our state of our world right now. However, because I'm in this process and in this beautiful space of, of learning my spirituality and embracing it, I, don't fear the question. I don't feel its magnitude. Everything that, that my, my friend, my new friends here have said, because, and, and you'll have to forgive me, I'm a single mom of three kids, so I've got one kid right here, so you can hear her. I apologize. Um, but, you know, it's made me a better parent. So I'll go from a micro to macro, right? So learning that all of my experiences have led me to this, what we're calling in the space awakening, and that people that may listen to this may not even know what awakening is. Awakening is the ability to kind of look within and understand that we are connected to so much so, to, to each other from a spirit space and that we're, we're, we're spirit and that we are living a human existence in this body. And so while I'm in it, it's made me a better day-to-day um, -day person. It's made me a better parent. Now I realize that if my my child is not whatever I'm deflecting or how I'm treating them is says more about me and what I feel than what it says about them and their behavior. And that's evolved into this beautiful relationship too, because now I'm, I'm seeing them. I'm not looking at them. Like now I see their souls and who they want to be as opposed to punishing them for, for this, these constructs that we put in society and it, it gets complicated, but it's great, fascinating talk. But when you look at the worldview, if you're looking at it from your human experience, then it is daunting and exhausting and heavy and, and overwhelming and you want to solve, but there's policy and there's structures and then there's ancestral trauma. And, you know, we've had slavery really, really affect, I mean, generation after generation. And, and you look at just the history, right? But when you go beyond your human experience 
and you really try to look at your soul source and your spirit, you go, okay, what is the greater meaning here? What can I learn from this? How can I contribute to the, the, good, the greater good? And what is my role? Because we all have a role. Every single one of us has a role. And, and it's, it's not even like we're, they're marching orders. It's more like how am I contributing in a daily basis? And, and I think Karen said it um, really beautifully about going, I, I want to inspire people. I want to, and that's being a light, right? And so Christianity talks about it. You know, how, how do you be the light? And, and um, many different religions talk about these things in the exact same way, which is why I appreciate religion so much because I go, there's something there. There's a nugget there. The dogma of religion is really what changed it for me. But if you really just appreciate religion and its little nuggets, we're, we're all kind of saying the same thing. And that's where I extract my spirituality from. So um, spirituality expands my worldview because it, I have expanded. All right. Thank you all. Um, so now for Ultimas Palabras, what advice do you have for those starting on their spiritual path? I'm going to go back to self-love because without that, if you don't love yourself, then that's it. Like you're not going to ever be happy because we only, we came in by ourselves and we're going to go out by ourselves. Like that's really all we have. So I uh, made it my life mission to try to just love myself as much as I try to love other people that don't love me back. So <laughs> that's really um, my ultima palabras. So <laughs> Michael said, be curious, allow yourself to be curious. Um, you know, um, trust yourself. And I think that goes with um, Nadia said self-love, right? Like you have to learn to, tr to love yourself enough to value yourself, to have worth, to trust yourself. And as you're going through all these like things that you're really trying to truly do like authentically, um, I think that, that the spiritual path just opens up. And so the advice I have for those on their spiritual journey is, Really learn to listen to your to your heart and learn to listen to yourself. You you already have all the things that you need within your spirit and all of the ways of knowing, right? You just have to trust yourself to listen, to look within, to allow it to unfold. And and that's harder said than done because we have so many paradigms and constructs and bad habits and and our self talk is awful it's my worst enemy i know i still daily battle with it and so watch how watch how you speak to yourself whether it's verbally out loud or or within your own um your own head because these these thoughts don't stop so watch how you think watch how you talk because both of those things influence how you act and so um yeah i, I don't know even know how to like wrap that up nicely but all of those things I think I think Abigail just like said everything I wanted to say and more. And I think, um, you know, I think it was going to the first or second question where we talked about what sparked our, our journeys. And a lot of people were talking about, you know, just feeling like depression, anxiety, um, the need for happiness. Right. And it's something that when when you feel all those things, you realize like there has to be more. You know, I think we all had that moment where we we're like, this can't just be life. Like there has to be so much more than this. And so what you said, Abigail, is so beautiful, which is like we have the answers and we have um, luckily, like we're in this in this place where we're so connected with each other through social media and like we have so many resources. Like I think that's amazing, too. I was in Mozambique these past two years and I know for a fact, like not everyone has those access to opportunities, but we are so blessed you know we have so many books we have so many podcasts we have so many you know great conversations like these on zoom online um and so i think folks like whenever you're ready just to start and you feel like there has to be more to this than than just what i'm facing in this current moment like dare yourself to be curious like what michael said and, and explore and the other thing that i would just add is um and i've gone through it numerous times, but I'm, I'm getting better at it. It's just allowing yourself to shine. And I say that and I emphasize that because as you begin to align and it sounds like folks have experienced this, it's like you start to question a lot and you start to question your relationships around you. And some people ultimately also just drop off because either they don't want to be a part of it or they just don't understand or they're getting triggered by you figuring yourself out. 
because they haven't healed through that journey. And I used to water myself down so that I wouldn't threaten people's egos. And so I would hide versions of myself and I'm just like, no, I'm just going to keep to myself and not share that. But now I'm just like, nope, not today. Like it's, it's sharing out my journey, sharing out the ugly parts too, the beautiful parts. And like, this is who I am. And I want people to know me for my whole self and not just one version of myself. And so this may sound very stern, but it's like, take it or leave it because you can either choose to interact with me as I'm healing myself, the best, well, the better version of myself, or you could just go ahead and actually decide that you don't want to and learning to not take offense by that, because that's been a bigger piece of just understanding for me is some people are simply not going to come along with you as you begin to align. And it's nothing against them or nothing against yourself. It's just that it's not part of that. And maybe later you'll align again. But right now, that's just not in that timing. Um, so just, yeah, allowing yourself to shine. Because so many people, as they start to understand themselves, just go into that period where they start to comparing. And we don't need to do that. We just need to be ourselves. Um, we didn't get to touch on it. And, that, and that's probably by design and perfectly. The ego, right? Oh, yeah. And so... The ego is so important that you understand the role that it plays in all of this. And in some ways we talked about it and, and, and we snuck it in there, but um, just know that there is a construct that is that conditions us to go counter to what we're trying to do to align, to feel good, to contribute to the good and all of that. And, it, and it's the ego and we all have it. And it's some of us feed that wolf more than we feed the other wolf. And so while this may not be like the space that we get into it, I encourage everyone to kind of start start even just slow by asking the questions. Do you have some of the vocabulary or you want to look up what does resonance mean? What does alignment mean? What does vibration mean? Start, I mean, I literally started that way. I started reading and started looking at words and then I started connecting the dots. And it's almost like you, the more you do that, the more things kind of come to you, like the right podcast comes to you somehow or the right um you know facebook group or the right tweet or it's really interesting how it begins that way and it becomes like uh, michael calls them uh, synchronicities and nothing's uh, you know so i just wanted to address like the ego because that's a very important part of of this kind of um conversation that's with it. that said that's all the time that we have thank you everyone for joining us for at home Make sure you like the video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and listen in to our podcast platforms from Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Music. Also, comment below and share your spiritual tips, resources, and helpful links. Then follow us on all our social media outlets at Latin underscore entertainment. That is Latin underscore entertainment. Join the Support Latina Business Facebook group. And check out our IG lives every Tuesday and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. See you next week as we discuss financial literacy and the stock market. All here on Conversamos.